Hey ladies, it's your favorite dating coach here. Do these titles sound familiar at all? Uh, what to do until love finds you. Secrets of an irresistible woman. What are the three biggest mistakes women make in relationships? <laughs> hey, what's up ladies? So today I'm gonna show you guys 10 ways to make a guy weak for you. So how do you become a high value woman that men will never want to leave? You're smart, you're sexy, you're confident, and you still make mistakes. It's all good. Coming up, a year and a half ago, she says she was fat, broken, miserable. Now she's happier than ever. How'd she do it? San Francisco, open your golden gate. <laughs> and we are recording, and we're back. Hi, Hi. Delia Knight. Hi, Carla Nell. How are you? You're going to take a sip of water now and ruin my life. I am. I, I'm trying to <laughs> not <laughs> ruin your life. <laughs> but if this is like the most you have to deal with, it's oh, pretty tame. Oh my God. I try. I try to tell this woman. How are you? Okay. I am sucked. well. Thank you. Good. What's been going on in your life? I know you went on a family vacation. I did. I went on a family vacation to the beautiful Middle West. Um, oh. in specific Dubuque, Iowa, where Glamorous. I was born. And yeah, it's basically the Riviera of the Midwest. So <laughs> we actually, we had pretty good weather, which is a thing that preoccupies most everyone back there. Weather and bugs. Yeah. The gnats are really bad this year, just in case anyone's planning a trip. That's hot. And yeah, I like yawned outside, girl, and like just sucked in like a swarm of gnats. <laughs> so gross. So gross. So gross. So yeah, I had fun hanging out with my dad and his family and with like some cousins I haven't seen in like 20 years. Um, and then some family on my mom's side and yeah, drank a lot and played games and hung out and it was very good. While you were there... Did you date anyone? <laughs> I actually did switch my hinge profile location. Oh, wow. I know you're a pro girl. I know. I need to see what talent is out there wherever I go. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm always scouting, guys. I'm always scouting. Well, you never know. So here's another thing I don't think I've shared with you yet. Okay. So on Hinge, there's your preferences, right? Well, there's a button under each that asks if it's a deal breaker. Uh-huh. So I was looking at the age button. Uh-huh. And I have like 30 to 45 or 50, something like that. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to uncheck this deal breaker button oh no you did not so then girl in rushed the 20 somethings <laughs> like us you know that stampede of like antelope and the lion king yes much like that oh my and God. it was fairly hilarious it was fairly because they're all like who like there was like a 19 year old that hollered at me and I was like, oh my God. I could be your mother. <laughs> right. Literally. Yeah. I was oh like, my no, God, no, no. Scary. And like 65, 70 year olds yeah. hollering at me as well. So deal breaker button is pretty 
there's a reason why they have it. You went ahead and put it back to where it was? Yes, went back in Vegas. Wait, did I? Stand by. No, I didn't. I didn't. (laughs) I was looking at some guys today. I've started a few conversations, and a lot are, like, late 20s. So some have been, like, 22, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I just feel like I should pat you on the head and give you a puppy (laughs) until you go go play. (laughs) So... Well, yeah. Good for you, though. You know, you got to try. Sometimes you got to switch it up. I mean, you don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. The The love love of of my life could be 18. I don't know. (laughs) Good. That is the love of your life could be your son. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. (laughs) We're definitely going to get some emails about that. Yeah, probably. Sorry. Uh, Oops. I, it's been a crazy, so we took a week off and we've both been incredibly busy and I went to my best friend's wedding and, uh. Yeah, you did. How was that? I saw some pictures on the Sochmeads. It looked like a lovely affair. It was amazing. It's one of the best things I've ever gone to in my life. Um, Nice. No, it was incredible. Every detail. And... But it was, I think, a turning point for me because I watched two people, I, I, you know, I watched the trajectory of their relationship and I know that they're meant to be together and I know the, the paths that life took both of them to get to be together and I thought, yeah, this is how it happens. It just, it just happens when it's supposed to happen. And I, I don't know, I just felt this peace and I felt this kind of excitement about, for the first time in a long time, about when that person walks into my life, you know, because I don't, that, that person has not shown up and I've, I've thought I've had a few instances in my life where I wanted someone to be that person, but they haven't been. And so just watching these two people and watching just like the agreement of marriage of two people blending their families and their lives and agreeing to, you know, care for one another and agreeing to all the things that through like everything. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Every single thing. Exactly. And then, you know, standing up there in front of everyone. And I've been to a lot of weddings. So. There was something really special about this one, though, because I just felt like so much time and energy went into it being the perfect day and the perfect celebration of of the love that they've built together. And I just I don't know, I got really I got really excited again about possibilities because I've been spending too much time focusing on men that aren't the they, that aren't the guy. Yeah, I've, I've spent too much time and. You have to do that to figure out if someone's uh, meant to be with you or not. But I think I kind of drag it out like longer than <laughs> one should. You definitely I keep, exhaust I keep it, wanting to. Um, as do I. <laughs> yes. Yes. I keep, you know, I want to, I, it's like wanting to force something that's just not supposed to be. Yeah. And it's like the stepsisters thought, in my... the glass slipper. Just trying to shove your foot in that glass exactly. slipper. It's not going to fit, honey. Exactly. And I've never, I don't, I've never thought of myself as like desperate 
in that sense, but definitely trying too hard past the point of no return. So it, it was really great for me to go and experience this and walk away with something that felt like, no, that's what I want. And I'm not going to settle. And I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to keep continuing to chase after men that are not showing up. Yeah. So you hold me to that. But remember, yes. I said this in like three <laughs> And all of our tonight. listeners hold her to yes, that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that being said, so this week's book, it, I, I don't even know where to begin with how exasperated I was with this book. The first where do you, time, I where do you double dutch it, into and then this? I listened to, to it again for the purposes of uh, talking about it. Mm-hmm. So you've listened to this once already, and then you chose it, and then you listened to it again, right? Okay, I'm on um, board because this was one of the ones where I listened to it and I thought. Why, how do you get to write a book? Like, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Girl, it's really easy. Open up your computer, a blank Word document, go to town. That's it. But this guy, he's, you know, he's selling copies. Like, people are buying it. And it's like, it, it, okay, so the book is called Make Him Beg for Your Attention. 75 Communication Secrets for Captivating Men to Get the Love and Commitment You Deserve by Bruce Bryans. So I'm thinking, like I said before, even if I had five more communication secrets for captivating men to get the love and commitment that I deserve, I'll take it. But, you know, I don't know. So, okay. Bruce Bryans, again... Someone that I couldn't find a ton of information about his actual qualifications. Okay. So. um, So he's not like a psychologist. He's not a coach. Okay. So according to his website, Bruce Bryans is an author and courtship researcher with with a special interest in the dating and mating rituals of men and women. That's That's vague. That's the point, but vague. Right. I doesn't list a degree. There's no medical background. There's no, like, he's not a, as far as I can tell, he doesn't have a degree in psychology or psychiatry or marriage and family relationships, nothing. He's written so many books. So many books. What Women Want When They Test Men, Find Your Path, Meet Her to Keep Her, Attract the Right Girl. So a lot of these books he wrote for men, which I was impressed with because a lot of them are only writing for women. Yeah. So I need one more responsibility since I have a vagina. Exactly. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Another book that he wrote for women, which I actually also went through, was The Seven Irresistible Qualities Men Want in a Woman. 101 things your dad never told you about men, 101 reasons why he won't commit to you, send him a signal. And I think just his... one signal or like 101 signals. <laughs> well, he sounds like the captain of the list. It's a lot her. of lists. I think his most popular book, though, is Never Chase Men Again, which I haven't. Oh, okay. I haven't checked that one out. Anyway, okay. so. When you crack open Bruce Bryan's book, 
he talks about, you know, why single dating and married women need this book. Oh, so and basically married says, women? All of us need it. There's not a woman on earth <laughs> who doesn't need this that book. That doesn't need this book. There's just not. So he says this book is for women who have difficulty communicating with men. So okay. I, I do. I have difficulty communicating with men. I'll admit that. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not always, um, great at, you know, picking up on men's subtleties. I feel like a lot of the things that we've read and that, you know, is the contrast of how men like to simplify things and women like to kind of expand on things. Mm -hmm. So I would agree with that to an extent. Okay. But I feel like he takes it to another level in this book. He, the, I feel like that's not a great level, the way your tone is right now. <laughs> well, the feeling that I got when I, when I read the book, and I am going to share a sample of the audio recording, the reader who reads the book, he sounds so condescending and he's absolutely mansplaining, absolutely telling the little lady how to deal with her caveman and he does use the word caveman when he talks about men and he says okay. you have to treat him like a caveman problem is i've never dealt with a caveman i don't know what cavemen are like so now i'm already at a loss right so well i feel like i might be well versed in this because my favorite cartoon as a child was captain caveman so oh okay well, I loved Captain Caveman, too. See? There you go. But I did not want to sleep with him. No, because he ate, like, refrigerators and shit. Yeah. So, anyway, I, yeah, I don't want to But he tagged along with some hot broads, just saying. He did. He did. If and that's he, any indication of where we're going. He was obviously getting some action. Okay, so the first rule, the first rule, number one. Okay. If you must criticize, do it constructively gracefully and hardly at all if you intend on criticizing a man ensure that you do so constructively a man with a healthy amount of self-esteem can usually handle criticism especially if he's in some type of leadership position but that doesn't mean he's going to always enjoy being criticized by his woman in fact he'll probably never enjoy it for the most part Constant criticism will put your husband or boyfriend on the defensive and he'll develop the habit of not sharing his innermost thoughts, feelings, desires, and ambitions with you. Okay, so... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so to combat that, number mm. two, number two rule, make him a criticism sandwich. Oh, I know what this is. Thanks, coaching. Go ahead. <laughs> Now the time may come when constructive criticism is a necessity. In those times, you make him a criticism sandwich. Instead of telling your man how much he sucks, give him some praise and appreciation first. State exactly what you think could use some improvement. Do this with grace and tact, and then lavish him with more praise and appreciation. For example, if oh, your man- Oh, great! <laughs> Poor Hemplo. Go ahead. An example for all you ladies out there. And, and men. Yeah. For example, if your man sucks at helping you with the dishes and you'd like for him to help out more, try something like this. Honey, I love how thorough you are when you do the dishes. 
It's great how you pay special attention to making sure that everything's spotless. It would be wonderful if you could help me with the dishes at least twice a week, because it makes me feel like you enjoy helping me out. I think we make a great team, and I love it when you're so thoughtful of me. <laughs> now you can pick my example apart if you want, but the science behind it is sound. Any reasonable man will be more than happy to acquiesce to your requests because you took the time to approach him in an attractive, non-critical manner. <laughs> First impressions? <laughs> feedback? Um, feedback. Uh, do you want it in a sandwich? or? <laughs> <laughs> I do, because that's the only way to deal with me. Is in a criticism compliment sandwich i need you to make me a criticism sandwich right now <laughs> i don't think i'd want that sandwich i'm gonna be honest i have an issue <laughs> with how attractive and graceful i'm supposed to be yes when in a relationship with someone and just say like hey do the fucking dishes <laughs> I do the dishes, you do the dishes, we all do the dishes. Or if I'm the one cooking, you do the dishes. If you cook, I'll do the dishes. Like, I don't see yeah. why. And no, I don't. You can't, you can't say it like that, Delia. <laughs> yeah, obviously not. <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to communicate if you want to hold on to him. <laughs> if you want him to stick around, you need to be tactful and you need to have some grace and some dignity about the way you talk to him. Honey, I really like how you lick my vagina. Could you help me with the dishes? Because I think you could do that just as well. You know how Together thoroughly... we make a great team. You know how thoroughly you fondle my breasts? <laughs> do that to the dishes. I just... I, yeah. I, I have a problem with this idea of uh, you have to be... I don't know. I, I, that language that he used is never a, a convert. That's not the way I would talk to someone, anybody in my life. No. To me, that felt more condescending than just saying simply. Saying I mean, like, hey, can you help me out here? Dishes. Yeah. We both should be washing the dishes. I'm not It's your not mother. really a criticism. It's just like, you fucking eat off these dishes too. Like, <laughs> maybe a, a few less F-bombs, but you know. Like, yeah. So, also, here's another one to make him beg for your attention. Number six, oh, avoid hostile facial expressions. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing causes a man to throw up his defenses faster than a woman with a scowl on her face. Yeah. So, it says, most men have had years of conditioning because of good old mom. When mom gets upset, she scowls. When mom scowls, boy knows he's in trouble. When boy knows he's in trouble, he knows punishment and or pain usually follows. Boy does not like, want punishment or pain. Don't make a habit of showing your man just how disgusted, angry, or frustrated you are with him before you even begin talking. Boy will have to do the dishes. <laughs> There's going to be days I might make a, I might make a face. Yeah. Does that, does that make me less lovable? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it so. does. Well, according to Bruce Bryans, it does. According to him, it does. I mean, does. that's not my, like, face. I'm not, like, in a perma scowl or anything. Right, right. 
but some shit warrants a scowl. No, absolutely. So he says things like, you know, I think it, I want to say it was like chapter, it was like around chapter 38 or 39, he says. Uh, oh my God, 38 or 39. Well, okay. not, I'm sorry, not chapter, rule. There's oh, 75 rule. rules. Okay. 75 rules. Okay, so to give you an idea of the things that he says you're going to learn by reading all these rules is you're going to discover how to tell him exactly what's on your mind without turning him off. You're going to learn how to communicate what you want and need and make him happy to give it to you. You're going to find out the four most powerful words good men need to hear from the women they love. Now, I could, I'd have to go back through the whole book to find those. So what he is trying to say is that men crave the women in their lives to basically that he he says that men need to be respected and admired and as long as they feel admiration and respect from a woman that they're more likely to react and to respond that if you come at him like you're disappointed or you're angry or you're butt hurt all the time about some you know then that's a turnoff well yeah no shit like well yeah is that am that, i that goes both ways <laughs> right i mean that makes perfect sense to me but i'm like are these women really walking around acting this way just because they're having a bad day or are they reacting to behavior i don't know you know and then you know a lot of the language is the, the way that he says that you should communicate it's basically scripts you know you have to go through and and figure out the scripts I don't know. I didn't find it to be that. For me, I thought when I, after I listened to this book, well, I'm just going to be single then because I'm never, I'm never. Might as well start shopping for that lanai now. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to do all of these things. I, and I don't have any desire to, frankly. So all of these things like conforming in all of these ways are going to make him beg for our attention. That's the whole point. Right. If you communicate with him in the way that this author suggests, then that's going to make your man more interested, more prone to, you know, to pay attention, to give you the attention that you need in the way that you need it. Yeah, sure. I don't know okay. if I... I don't know. I think there's one, there's, there's something to respecting someone and then there's something to being a doormat, you know? Yeah. But maybe that's it. Maybe I just don't understand men. But I, I have girlfriends. I see the way they talk to their partners and they're not tiptoeing around them and, you know, going out of their way to make and sure. And making feedback sandwiches. They're not. They're not making criticism sandwiches for their <laughs> significant others, for sure. For sure, sure. For sure, for sure. It's it's interesting because another thing is he says, you're going to learn how to be a good wife or girlfriend by being more assertive. And then he has attractive in quotes with your man without being aggressive. And then he has unattractive. So assertiveness is attractive, but aggressiveness is unattractive. So just keep that in mind. I'll try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You cannot be aggressive with a man the thing about like 
this book and I think most of the books we've read up to this point and shared I just don't understand. Yes, I realize men are similar in a variety of ways, but there's always exceptions to the rule. Right. And I don't think anyone speaks really to the exception, like the man who likes a woman who's an aggressor. Yeah. And maybe it doesn't work out, you know, to marriage, which I guess that's where we're all going. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think this sells a lot of people short, both men and women. Yeah. I think so too, because I think by suggesting that women, now there's something to be said for learning how to communicate in a certain way with somebody that you love, absolutely. And learning, you know, not to get angry and to go off the rails and, you know, all of those things are very important in just, I think in just having human interaction, right. But having peace in your life. And, you know, when you're in love with somebody, it shouldn't be constant. You know, you shouldn't be acting kind of the way that he suggests is that. I got the impression from the book is that women are nagging. They talk too much and for too long. Um, Like he says, (laughs) discover how to have difficult conversations with him without making him resent or resent you. Okay. So to me, that presupposes that if, if I don't do it right... If I need to have a difficult conversation with my man, he could resent me? I mean, yeah. Who who are we dealing with? You know? That is it that I mean, they're not that they're not that sensitive. Um, I don't think so. And if the, he does get like super butthurt, maybe that's not the dude for you. Right. Exactly. So, I I don't know. I'm not I you know, I'm not casting the book in the best light just because I think the person that I am, I just have, I have a difficult time feeling like I have to cater everything I say to someone's sensitive ego. Well, yeah. And I don't think that's the case really. I don't either. You know, also this isn't a book that has necessarily like exercises or anything like that. It really is just a list it's just one, two, three, you know, it just kind of goes through the list of everything. So, uh, I don't know. It's, and it it sounds like most everything is kind of a reprimand. So like, Oh, absolutely. He's admonishing. Yeah. The rules for me are, I have to like stay in this very confined box. Right. No, he's absolutely admonishing women for their behavior, for being too nagging, for being too demanding, all of those things. He's, you know, he has strong I want to know what kind of women he's dated. (laughs) So here's an interesting thing. So a lot of these books, if you go and you look up their their reviews, this book only has 57% of a five-star review of 143 reviews, which I think is interesting because a lot of these books have typically you know, four point, at least four and a half stars and up. This one's got four out of five. So there were quite a few people that were not impressed. Right. So this is this, this woman, uh, T Michelle three G, she nailed it for me. She says, this book basically tells you how to take all responsibility for men not being accountable or emotionally mature. (laughs) One more thing to accept responsibility for. (laughs) 
I read that and I'm like, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I don't know. Uh, now this one woman, she says, she gave it a five star. She said, it took a while for me to get it. About halfway through, the light went on in my mind and I realized why so many of my relationships with men didn't have the outcome I expected or wanted. Respect. Why is that so hard to give? Why do I hold on to it so tightly and need infinite proof of worthiness, which is impossible, therefore unattainable? So, I, you know, I mean, if, if, it, if it works for you to completely change who you are so that you can communicate with a man, then I think this is a great book for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're in the market to change everything... <laughs> Well, that's how it feels to me. It just, you know, it. I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. I had a teacher in high school that, like, the first day of class, he's like, everyone has an A+. Plus. Uh-huh. You sit down in your seat, you have an A+. Plus. It's how you do the work from here on out that determines your grade. And I feel like with people, they automatically have my respect just yeah. by being a person on the planet. Yeah. It's the shit you do after I meet you where I'm like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> like, uh-huh. No one has to earn anything, like, straight away. Like, I don't understand really that woman's review. Well, right. And I, so I've always had a thing about trust. And my thing with trust is that a lot of people feel like you have to earn trust. And I remember talking to my mom about this years ago because my mom kind of had a negative opinion about men. So that's something I've been working on Hmm. in therapy. Um, (laughs) But... You know, her thing was, is that you don't just trust someone. You don't just give trust. You have, it has to be earned. I challenged her and I said, you know, I trust people until they break my trust. So anyway, I, I said to her that I was more apt to give someone my trust until they broke it. And it really bothered her that I said that. And I thought that was interesting because I feel like, yes, it's trust and respect and all of those things. I think you should assume that in someone that you're that you're dating. You should assume that those things all exist. And then as they then they build it or they don't. Yeah. You know? But if you start out not trusting someone and not giving someone respect in the beginning, there's nothing to build on. You're well, already yeah, starting out backwards. How do you know you're there? Like I feel like that's just a horizon right. line. Right. Somebody's gonna keep getting to that point and then you're just gonna keep pushing the goal line even further out exactly yeah so ultimately this book just didn't do it for me another thing that really got to me was the idea that you literally like he i believe that he literally says that you have to kind of tiptoe around a man so that you don't anger him yeah but then then how are you gonna have really good sex (laughs) (laughs) okay but then he says, especially if has if he has a volatile temper. Really? Why isn't he in anger management? Right. Why isn't he talking to a therapist? If you have, if you're dating somebody that has a volatile temper, that's relationship violence. I mean, that I don't have to manage my expectations for somebody who can't control their anger. That's uh, that's unacceptable to me. You know. Well, yeah, like that. You'd have to tiptoe around at all. Yeah. I don't expect him to tiptoe around if I had a volatile anger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like, Uh, handle your volatility, bro. 
Another one of the reviews says that, she says, each chapter told the woman, don't. Yeah. And that's true. Everything is like, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. Well, what can we do? Everything is a reprimand. You can make feedback sandwiches. Yes. You can walk on your toes. (laughs) These are criticism sandwiches. Oh, criticism. Yeah, in coaching, we call them feedback sandwiches. Yeah. What's really great? What's one thing you can work on? What's really great? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Ugh. and that's great for certain things, but when you're in a relationship, sometimes you have to dig in. You have to put your heels in. You have to say, you're not going to treat me like this. You're not going to talk to me like this. You're not. But but the way he sets it up is that you're already doing that. You're already going in like this man is disrespecting you. That's how it feels to me. You know, you're you're already kind of presupposing that this guy has to be handled so delicately so i don't know i like this review straight people are weird thank god (laughs) thank god thank god i'm gay if i had to subscribe to these kinds of gender roles i'd just quit life and go live on a mountain (laughs) and that and like i said that's what i told you well i'm just gonna be single then because if this is what it takes i'm i'm not i'm not in it to win it no no not gonna cut the mustard on this so so this wasn't, for me, this book was a bust. I did not enjoy it. Yeah. I do not feel like it offers, honestly, I cannot think of one thing that I heard or read that was of value to me because everything that he said, now there's value in talking to your man with respect. There's value in admiring your man and letting him know that you admire him and love him. There's value in learning how to say things in a way that it doesn't incite someone or, or make someone angry. I'm sorry, I see your cat like popping up. <laughs> I was like, the fuck is that? The fuck is that? That's Clark. He's that cat is chilling. going crazy. Is he high right now? Oh, he's all over. Now he's Did he here. like eat peyote or something? Uh, he might have. I, try, I tried <laughs> I, yesterday to go, I was gonna go get some CBD oil yesterday. Yeah, mellow him the uh, fuck out. Yeah, I've been having insomnia and I want to get some CBD oil, but um, maybe he he had some delivered while I wasn't home. I don't know. (laughs) It's got some herb in it. What is that thing called? Postmates or whatever? Oh, here he goes. Oh, it's like Christmas. It's like he's opening a gift. Get down. Get down. So anyway, that is it for me i i'm not impressed i don't want to make him beg for my attention anymore and i'm just that even though i never wanted to make him beg for my attention i'm sorry begging is not sexy no so even the title make him beg for and beg is you know capitalized beg of course it's shouting yeah exactly (laughs) all caps i don't i don't want to beg so no, I don't want him to beg me. That's just gross. Yeah, I don't want to beg. It's... Sir, I want you to be a compelling human who's compassionate <laughs> and witty and funny. That's and right. I'm attracted to you. So I want to get to know you. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I want. And I think this week, um, you know, after the wedding and going through... <laughs> ride <laughs> no no never mind it wasn't them <laughs> i don't know what's gotten into him 
<laughs> this is like the funniest fucking shit right now. Hopefully, is this all going in the episode? I think it should. <laughs> I think you should write the book, 75 Ways to Try to Manage Your Cat While Recording a Podcast. 70 Ways to Make Your Cat Quit Jumping on Shit and Chewing Things While You're Recording a Podcast. That's a shorter title oh, than God. most. That is yeah. a shorter title. You need a subtitle, obviously. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to play this back. Interesting. <laughs> Bless you. Blessed you. So that's it for me. I do not recommend this book. That's Unless fair. you want to feel like crap about yourself. And if you want to feel like you're never going to learn how to communicate with men successfully. <laughs> then, you sh- then you should get this book. Definitely pick up the book. To. Definitely check it out. Uh, it is on Kindle for four ninety nine on Amazon, so it's not a huge loss if uh, if you want to check it out. But yeah, I'm gonna spend five dollars on something. Exactly, might as well be bad uh, relationship advice, <laughs> rather than a coffee or something. Exactly, exactly. Sure. I don't know which is worse for you, but anyway. So that being said, thank you so much, Bruce Bryant, for your contribution to this overall conversation that we're all in that's right so what's up next what do you got for us next week oh girl so (laughs) true to true to form i could not make it all the way through this book i just could not do it interesting i am reading the rules yes which came out in 1995 by who is it by Ellen Fine and Sherry Snyder. Schneider. Snyder. Those ladies. And, yeah, uh, let me just say straight off the bat, I'm uh, a rule breaker. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did discover that about myself, so. Uh, I could have told you that. And, yeah, I just, I have, I have opinions. I have, yeah. I have some thoughts on the stuff I read. Grant, I didn't read the whole thing cover to cover because... Good Lord, no. There's just, my life is too happening to (laughs) me. I couldn't. My mom bought this book for me, I believe the year it came out, in 1995. And how old were you in 1995? What were you up to? funny you should ask. I I know, hilarious, right? (laughs) Funny you should ask because I want everyone to know how old I am. Uh, no, so in 1995, let's see, I would have been, I would have been 20. I would have been just turning 21. 19, 19, 20. No, 20. Okay. Yeah, I would have been 20. So back then, it made sense. And back then, when I was 20, the rules was huge. I remember when this book came out and, you know, I remember thinking, yeah, like I agreed with it. I agreed with it. And then a couple years ago, okay. uh, probably about maybe five years ago, I revisited the book. I found it when I was moving and packing or whatever. And oh I <laughs> was like, this is such garbage. Like it is such garbage. But, I, you know, it works for some people. Some, you know, some yeah. women have, it works. Swear by it, apparently. Like but the I- author's. I can't do it. So anyway, we'll get there next week. We will. We'll get there with a lot of fun. Yes. A lot of fun to be had. So any any closing thoughts? I probably won't pick up this book. (laughs) 
Just saying. <laughs> you know, I did all the work for you. This I was took, enough. I did it for everybody. I took one for the team on this one. I know I can skip it. Yeah. No, Same I, way I know about eggplant tapioca. <laughs> Just not going to try it again. Oh, God. Not together. Not together. That's gross. Not together. You can Separate, get yourself but you. some garlic ice cream and... I would much rather have that over eggplant or tapioca. Uh, That sounds disgusting. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, If you have any suggestions or comments, will you please email us? We would also love to hear about your relationship stories, how you met the love of your life, or even, you know. The love right now. (laughs) Yeah. If it's just a mediocre engagement or whatever it is just just email us and tell us about it i'm gonna write that romance novel a mediocre engagement we want to know we want to know how you i'll call it the settling series i know right women who admittedly settled All right. Well, if there's nothing else, please check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or on our website. Our link is in the bio. And link in we the bio. Really appreciate you. Link is in the bio. Mm. Link thank is you. in the bio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Carla Nell. Thank you, Delia Knight. As always, it's been a pleasure. It's been pleasures. It's been many pleasures. We will see you <laughs> next week. On land, your man. Bye. Bye. Final thoughts. I won't lie to you. Changing the way you communicate is hard work. But in all honesty, it isn't supposed to be an overnight change. As you apply these communication techniques to your relationships with men, over time you'll begin to see favorable changes in how men respond to you. I should also point out that men aren't looking for perfect women. We don't expect you to always communicate perfectly. We don't expect you to always say the right things to us at the right time and in the right way. Landerman Podcast is a subsidiary of nothing and is produced in association with no one other than Carlinelle and Delia Knight.